Good morning for Thursday, October 30th, 2014. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. From Democrats, focus on racial scars. Prosecutors see repeat offenses on Wall Street. And nurse pushes Maine's hand on quarantine. In today's national headlines, new scrutiny on sweets with a scent of marijuana. Troops offered medical checks for chemical exposure, and lava nears homes in Hawaii. In today's business headlines, $1.5 million sent in error to money manager. Banker is in the middle of Goldman and Libya fight, and the FDA approves vaccine for a rare strain of meningitis. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, too. A roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Gail Collins. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories titled From Democrats Focus on Racial Scars. In the final days before the election, Democrats in the closest Senate races across the South are turning to racially charged messages invoking Trayvon Martin's death, the unrest in Ferguson, Missouri, and Jim Crow-era segregation to jolt African Americans into voting and stop a Republican takeover in Washington. The images and words they're using are striking for how overtly they play on fears of intimidation and repression. And their source is surprising. The efforts being led by National Democrats and their state party organizations, not, in most instances, by the often untraceable political action committees that typically employ such provocative messages. In North Carolina, the super PAC, started by Senator Harry Reid of Nevada, the majority leader, ran an ad on black radio that accused the Republican candidate, Tom Tillis, of leading an effort to pass the kind of gun law that caused the shooting death of Trayvon Martin. In Georgia, Democrats are circulating a flyer warning that voting's the only way to prevent another Ferguson. The messages are coursing through the campaigns like a riptide, powerful and under the surface, largely avoiding television and out of view of white voters. That has led Republicans to accuse Democrats of turning to race baiting in a desperate bid to win at the polls next Tuesday. They've been playing on this nerve in the black community that if we even so much as look at a Republican, churches will start to burn, your civil rights will be taken away, and young black men like Trayvon Martin will die, said Michael Steele, a former chairman of the Republican Party. The reality of it is, the Democrats realize that their most loyal constituency is not as loyal as they once were. Democrats say Republicans need to own their record of passing laws hostile to African-American interest on issues like voting rights. The decision to use such overt appeals reflects just how much they're relying on black voters in the states and the old Confederacy, where key Senate races could decide which party controls the chamber. Democrats are defending vulnerable incumbents in Arkansas, Louisiana, and North Carolina. And if they lose more than one of those races without picking up an open seat in Georgia, their odds of holding on to the majority will shrink considerably. One way to hang on is to increase the share of the black vote that typically turns out in a midterm election. To do so, Democrats are seizing on racial mistrust and unease, the same complicated emotions often used against them in the South. 
For many African Americans, feelings of persecution are hard to overstate, and they see no hyperbole in the attacks. It's not race-baiting, it's actually happening, said James Powell, Jr., an official in North Carolina Democratic Party's African American Caucus. I can't catch a fish unless there's a worm on the hook, he said.